Welcome to The Power of the Word with Pastor Nora King. We pray that this message blesses your life and ministers to your situation. Now, here is Pastor Nora. You know, there's biblical healing that as we see it in the Bible, with Jesus, you know, heal people supernaturally. And then we know that God has raised up doctors. We're not against doctors because we believe in supernatural healing because we believe that God gives doctors the ability, the wisdom, and the knowledge to help people. We're not against medication because it's the same way. Those things... um, They couldn't even exist if God didn't give the wisdom for all of that to come together. So, uh, you know, there's different kinds of healing, even, you know, in your body. You know, naturally, your body will work to heal itself. You know that, the white blood count, you know, that is supposed to help herbs and all these things that God has given us to work in our bodies, and our bodies begins to heal, will begin to heal itself. So, you know, we're not against any form of uh, healing, you know, in that regard. But we are talking tonight about biblical, supernatural healing. And so many people don't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about it. I had no knowledge of it at all. Now, I had, you know, been taught in Sunday school, you know, Jesus opened the blinded eyes. Well, that's what he does for us today, but it's spiritually he opens our blinded eyes. Well, we know that's true. He does open our eyes spiritually to be able to see. But because we have spiritualized all the things that Jesus and his disciples in the 70 and all the people in the early church, you know, because they healed and did all that, well, well, we push that completely out of the way, and we don't even consider that. It's all spiritual eyes open, spiritual ears open. And we love that, and it's it's good. But he wants to open blind eyes. He wants to open deaf ears. He wants to cause the lame to walk. But there's got to be people in the earth that know it, that believe it, and that have faith and act upon it. Doesn't there? There really does. So, uh, as in this, um, this pamphlet that I did, on the inside of it, I'm, I'm just going to go over these real quick because I can tell you tonight, there's no way I'm going to finish it. When we're talking about the points that we need to know and understand about healing, the thief's purpose, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy, John 10.10. 10. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power. He went about doing good and healing. All of those who were oppressed of the devil, God was with him. Acts 10, 38. Then Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the Father do. So when Jesus was on the earth, he healed, and that was what the Father would have him to do. Jesus went into the villages, and um, one uh, person that was begging God uh, for healing says, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. He was a leper. And Jesus reached out and touched him, and you know the words he said, I am willing. 
And so that's important to know that. I'll talk more about that, hopefully. And then we go on to see uh, that uh, Jesus uh, noticed a man that was lying helplessly, knowing that he had already been a long time in the condition that he was in. And Jesus said to him, do you want to become well? Are you really earnest? Are you serious about getting well? Some people are not. They play games with spiritual things. But Jesus uh, spoke to him, and he uh, told him, he said, I want you to be healed, and if you're serious about it and you believe it, then you can. Through faith in the name of Jesus, this man was healed, and you know how crippled he was before. Faith in Jesus' name has healed him. And so the name of Jesus is powerful. It's given to the church, and believers who place faith in the name that's above every name can receive healing. And then he goes on to say in Luke 17, 19, Jesus said, stand up and go, your faith has healed you. Oh, well, we don't have anything to do with it. It's just a miracle. Well, God can do a miracle, and He does miracles all the time. But everybody doesn't get a miracle. That's as the Spirit wills. But you can receive from the Word of God at any time through faith, okay? And it says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, to do today, and forever. That's out of Hebrews 13, 8. And so what Jesus did when he was uh, on the earth and he was ministering to people, he went about healing all people, everyone that came to him, everybody, the crowds of people that came, he healed everybody. And he's the same today as he was in that day. And he'll be the same tomorrow. He's always the same. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He forgives all uh, your iniquities, and he heals all your diseases. You're forgiven of sin. We don't have a problem with that. I think we all, you know, all Christians, we know we can't come to the Lord unless we are cleansed and forgiven. And so we can receive that. But listen, at the last part of Psalms 103, 2 and 3, who heals all your diseases. Very important. And then the last one, he sent his word and healed them, snatching them from the door of death. God, Jesus is the word of God made flesh. We know that, right? And when Jesus was upon the earth, he was the word. Now we have the word and this is Jesus we're taking in when we read, when we talk about it, when we pray to him, we're taking in Jesus. And he, through his word, will snatch you from the door of death, sickness, and disease. But see, you got to believe it. And on the back here, you've got confessions of all the scriptures, all the things there, and you can confess it every day or, you know, choose a day each week and make different confess confessions. That's what I do. I don't use the same one every day. But if you're dealing with a sickness and disease that's got a hold of you, don't let a day go by that you don't confess the scripture over yourself and make it personal. That's very important. Don't take that for granted 
It's the Word of God. Take it into your spirit. Take it into your life. And it will begin to quicken and make alive your mortal body and drive out sickness and disease. Amen. Amen. I will say this before you move on sure. for the people with us online. We do have this available for you. We really want this in your hands so you can follow along with us tonight, but so you can have these confessions yes. and these scriptures. So you can go to redemptionchurch.com slash healing, redemptionchurch.com slash healing, and there's a button. You can download that right now. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad Carly's with us tonight. <laughs> She's such a blessing. Glad to be here. Yes, good to have you. Okay, I'm going to talk um, just here in the beginning about a few things that not necessarily from that brochure, even though it's going to be points, but from it. But as you read the Old Testament, you, you begin to see God revealing himself to his people. And, you know, I used to think And I I can only tell you from my experience. I can't tell you from someone else's. Um, But from my experience, when I read the Old Testament, um, I I didn't understand who God was. I didn't understand what He wanted to do for His people. But you know the children of Israel. God loved the children of Israel. He made a covenant with them. Now they got away from the Lord and they sinned and, uh, and, and it, they really distanced themselves in a way to where the Lord, um, you know, was unable to work in their lives anymore. And you know what happened, Exodus 15 and, you know, around in there in some of the Old Testament, it tells us that these... Um, children of Israel were taken into hard bondage into Egypt and they became slaves because they rebelled against God. I tell you, when you rebel against God, you know, bad things can happen to you. And it's not the Lord, so don't, don't blame God for it. You know, the, the scripture tells us, give no place to the devil. Don't get your... Don't you open that door, get your toe in the door and hold it open for the enemy to come into your life. And that scripture, I think it's in Corinthians when it it talks about give no place and don't let the enemy get an advantage over you. Uh, Really, uh, it has to do with unforgiveness that was in the life of a person. And he said, don't give place. Don't let the enemy take advantage of you. So if you have unforgiveness in your life, bitterness and all those kinds of things, it opens the door for the enemy to come in. And you can say, well, that was God. He's trying to teach me something. But that's, that's not true. That's, that's a lie of the devil. That's a lie of the devil. So don't fall for it. And, you know, that's why we talked about, you know, last week, who's doing what to who, you know. God is good and the devil is bad, and that's just what runs throughout Scripture. Amen? But here they were, the Israelites. They ended up being taken into Egypt, and they were slaves. Can you imagine, you know, I I think we can get a little glimpse because we read, Carly, about the Holocaust, and uh, we can understand those people were herded like cattle, 
into those uh, cars, railroad cars, taken to these camps, and they were, um, they were uh, tortured, they were mistreated, they were half-fed, and uh, they got sick because of the elements and because they didn't have the right food to eat, and they, I mean, they might give them a little morsel of bread, and then they're supposed to go out and work. And we can look at that, and Corey Ten Boone, I don't know if y'all have ever listened uh, to her testimony, but she was in one of those camps, and she told about how horrible it was during that time of the Holocaust. So that might, you know, if you, if you know a little bit about that, you can maybe get a glimpse. I'm not saying it's exactly the same way, but it does give you a glimpse in to people that are in slavery and being mistreated. It's a terrible thing. It's a horrible thing. But there they were, and at one point, they said, if you've got enough time to stand around and talk and say all these things to us about, you know, what needs to happen, we're just going to make it harder for you to make the bricks that you've been making. So, so they even made it harder for them. But I want to tell you something that happened. They began to cry out to the Lord, the children of Israel did, they cried out to the Lord because of the hard bondage that they were in. And as they cried out to God, God had mercy and he heard them and he sent a way for deliverance to come to them. And we've got to understand, you know, in the times that we're in distress, that we're in difficulty, that we're facing sickness and disease and there looks like there's no way out, you cry out to God. You go to God and you call upon Him. And He, through His Word, He sent His Word and healed them. Through His Word, He will begin to direct you, to guide you, to help you, to bring you out of Egypt. Bless God. You don't need to stay in Egypt. You need to be in God's promised land. Amen? So you can, you can understand how they were mistreated and everything, but God was the deliverer to them. And it uh, says here, uh, let me read to you in Exodus 15, 26. And said, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight. Now, is that a hard thing to do? No. But a lot of people can't do it, won't do it, and make a decision not to do it. But you can do it. He said, and will give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee which I have brought upon the Egyptians. Now, really, folks, what he's saying here. He said, I will not permit. The Egyptians were rebels against God. They were against God's people. And they were doing evil things. They opened the door. And uh, it was permitted because of that sin that the enemy could get in and bring all of the plagues and diseases in upon those people. And he said, I will put or permit none of these diseases upon you, which I have brought upon them. Again, that is the word permitted. And if you look, if you look it up, it's real interesting. It means umbrella up. Umbrella up. 
You know what that means? When the rain comes, your umbrella has no protection for, for, for you. There's no protection there. So I think then we can understand the Lord a little bit better. King James is not real clear on that. He said, for I am the Lord that heals thee. Say, I am, say Jesus is the Lord that heals me. Let's say it again. Jesus is the Lord that heals me. Now, this is, this, when, when this was said right here, see, we read the word Lord and we might not see it real clearly, but what God was doing there to the children of Israel for the first time, he revealed himself to them as Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals you. That was a revelation that came to those people. God, today, right now, in the hour that we live, He's bringing a revelation to us that He is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God that heals. And He wants to heal you right where you are, right where, whatever you are facing. He wants to heal you. He wants to raise you up. I believe in miracles. God is a God of miracles, signs, and wonders. And He said, I love this, Carly, He confirms His Word with signs following. Whatever you preach, there's signs. The signs we're talking about healing, so the signs of healing follow what we're talking about here tonight. And it's available to you, and it's available to me. Now, I'm going to tell you what you have to do. The lies of the devil, when he comes to speak, you got to cast those lies down. you got to speak to it in the name of Jesus. He's the Lord God that heals me. Devil, you're a liar. Get away from me. I don't accept it. I don't receive it. That's what you have to do. You have to answer back. I say that a lot, you know, in my teaching and preaching because I just think people hear the enemy tell you, you're not going to get that. That's not going to happen to you, for you. And people just, they don't, they might not speak it out, but they begin to meditate on it. They begin to think, no, the devil says, I'm going to kill you. What do you say to him? You sit back and say, oh, okay, all right, whatever. No, I don't think so. I think you fight back with the Word of God. By Amen. Jesus' stripes, I am healed. Amen. And you fight. And the Word is the way to fight. You put the Word in your mouth, but you can't put it in your mouth before you put it in your heart and put it in your mind. That's why you got to read the Bible. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to The Power of the Word with Pastor Nora King. For additional resources or to contact us, go to poweroftheword.com.